Welcome to episode four of The Thermometer, a baseball podcast. This is Will Fritz with Nolan Thompson. How are we feeling, Nolan? Pretty good, pretty good. Ready to get into these National League power rankings. But first, I think we should talk about sort of the idea behind the All-Star game. And, you know, it seems like there's so many pitchers <clears throat> opting out or not really wanting to have anything to do with it. And yep. I just kind of want to say some stuff about, like, the all-star game shouldn't determine literally anything like yeah we, they like, just... we were just talking about how jordan romano just got in over uh john duran like jordan romano's been good this year but like it doesn't make sense to me either how like john duran if you put him in the all-star game like that's what that, that would bring he, people to baseball like jordan romano is literally just like if you look at his stuff, he's slightly better than average reliever. Like he has like a, you know, fastball that averages like 96 to 98 with a good slider. Like that's literally, mm-hmm. there's so many relievers like that. And, you know, yeah. it would be crazy to see like Duran with his, you know, a hundred mile per hour splinker and he throws the hardest two in the league. So I just, I mean, that would be something interesting to the all-star game. Duran is better in ERA, XERA and XFIP. Like it just, and he strikes out like a lot of guys and it, the stuff is disgusting he's very entertaining know. and that's sort of leading into our discussion about how the all-star game shouldn't mean shit because fans vote on it and i think a lot of people use it to define players legacies and even like yeah. in contracts and stuff they put certain incentives where like if you make the all-star game you get an extra bonus and it's kind of just yeah. bs i guess that shouldn't really be a thing anymore because there's so many like little things like Framer Valdez it didn't work out and like he just pitched so it doesn't make sense for him to pitch it's like well then we should make the break longer we should make the all-star break a day longer and well the, the, I try I, to incentivize people to go like go to the all-star game well the break does last like the first games I think are on Friday so it is yeah. like a five-day break but they like put it like try to put it at the beginning of the break so then even the all-stars can have a like a break in the season for a couple days but you yeah. know it just it's entertainment and i think people need to realize that and not really take it as this like defining thing of people's careers because like wander just, franco yeah. was like the he was probably the Pro Bowl. yeah same he was probably gonna be second in mvp voting and he yeah. was he didn't even make the all-star game yeah originally and he had to get replaced it's it's leaving it's leaving it too much up to fans like like you can i love the process like it's fun to like fill out a ballot and go through it but when there's so many more like there's a lot more people in canada so obviously it's Uh, more likely that to be honest i i mean i like filling out my ballot because i fill my ballot out correct with all the correct selections so (laughs) (laughs) like my ballot's Uh, the best so yeah okay whatever (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> uh let's go through I th- I'm pretty sure also I'm pretty sure Nolan put Brock Stewart in as an all-star in his ballot so I mean take what he said with the his, greatest his of his four seamer had like over 50% whiff rate Yeah whatever Okay yeah he's a good reliever but Okay right, let's continue Talk about the uh, Rockies talk about the 15th best team in the National League the Rockies yep. The Colorado Rock. Well, so this time we did something different. We didn't. So last time we like, we did it together in a sense. So we kind of had an idea of what 
each other did, but this time we're going in blind. Like, I have no clue what Nolan put. Nolan has no clue what I put. I feel like we might still end up being kind of similar, especially at the bottom, but um, I think it's going to be a definitely different since we had no input from each other. Yeah. So um, number yeah, 15, Rockies. Rockies. So here's a nice thing. 15th in WRC plus in the National League, 15th in XFIP, 15th in OAA. So last, last, last. Moving on. I have the Nationals at <laughs> uh, 14. Wait, before that. Nolan J- Nolan Jones and Ezekiel Tovar, they're kind of fun. Like, if you're gonna watch a Rockies game, uh, you're probably not going to. But if they're, if your team is playing the Rockies, just like watch, watch Nolan Jones hit and watch Ezekiel Tovar on the field. Like that's, it's interesting stuff. They're 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 talented guys and they're for sure highlights of that team. They have Chris Bryant too. Yeah, <laughs> they do have Chris Bryant. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, I have the Nationals at 14. Do you have the Nationals at 14? I do. One okay. thing to note is um, they have played the strongest schedule so far in yeah. the National League. But I still don't think they're very good. And I think these two teams are very clearly the bottom two. Yeah. Like the bull, their bullpen has been horrendous. They're 12th in WRC plus in the National League. Um, I think that like the future i wanted to say they have an exciting future but it's almost they have an interesting future with they have james wood coming up potentially next year um i think josiah gray is just continue to he's going to continue to get better mackenzie gore he's interesting yeah like he's got good stuff but i don't know i don't know i don't know where like what to see from here with him and then cj abrams hopefully hopefully is Plate approach continues to get better, and he continues to tap into some more power. But his defense has been terrible. Yeah, like, I just think the problem is there's like it's so hard to see a future for the Nationals because mm-hmm. they can't sign anyone. Like their hands are so tied because mm-hmm. of the Steven Strasburg contract and the Patrick Corbin contract. Yeah, like that's just insane. Like Patrick Corbin is just the worst player in the league. Yeah, like he's um, awful. Also, like. I thought it was important to mention. So Robert Hassel the third, he was like probably the top prospect in that deal for Soto last year. Like he came with James Wood and CJ Abrams, but Robert Hassel was like one of the main pieces. And since he got to like their organization, he's been terrible. So like he's definitely been a letdown for them. When you lose a guy like Soto, you want to hit on a lot of prospects, and J- they've hit on James Wood. Um, but and he should. I mean, hopefully he's up next year. He just keeps raking like. He's probably one of the best power bats in the minor leagues right now. Um, but it, you just need to hit on a lot of guys if you're like, they got obviously one of the biggest prospect returns ever. And you need all those guys to turn into everyday players. And he hasn't done that yet. So they, like I said, they don't really, I don't know if it's an exciting future, but like it, it's interesting to keep an eye on them. I mean, and they have guys that they can move at the deadline to possibly yeah. improve their prospect situation. Like, I don't think Lane Thomas and Candelario really, I mean, they don't get you much, but yeah, they, they, they yeah. can just, like, get you another, probably each give you, like, one top 30 guy who yeah. would just bolster their system a little bit. It's just so tough to see a future for the Nationals. Or I... No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But he could. I, he's, I feel like he's going to, too. So. Yeah. I mean, there's no um, no reason to not do it all right who do you have at 13 i have the pirates i do too 
Um, 13th in WRC+, plus, 11th in bullpen ERA, 8th in starter ERA. Yeah, and I, average defense. They, they started off really hot. I don't see a huge future for them. I mean, they're I, exciting. I mean, they're a they fun they're, team. They're a fun they team. They are a fun team. Like, like Carlos Santana walk-off, that was electric. I'm, I don't I, know if... I don't know if you saw that, but that was electric yeah. when he did that dance when he got to home plate. That was fire. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I, th- I think what you can say about the Pirates is they're going through a rebuild. Right now, obviously, they have a lot of guys like Henry Davis, O'Neill Cruz, Jack Sawinski. Mm-hmm. Like, these are p- pieces for the future, but they've done the right thing when they're rebuilding and they're still entertaining fans. Like, yeah, people want to go see, like, brian reynolds because he's like a good he's a good player like people want to see andrew mccutcheon yeah. he's a le- legend in pittsburgh like they're a watchable yeah. team like they brought in veterans who can do something to not make their yeah. team like absolutely horrible like they have santana and g-man Choi, and it's just you can't like you can't expect like guys like austin hedges in your lineup like it's just like there's just auto outs in that lineup but that's sometimes the problem if like but if you think about it if they like so say Key Brian Hayes starts putting the ball in the air, and I don't know what you can expect. Like Andrew McCutcheon is hitting really well this year. This is like the perfect year, in my opinion, for him to. I don't know how old. I don't know how old he is now, but like, he's widening down. He's you 36. can't really expect this production from him. He's thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you can't expect you can't expect this production for much longer from um mccutcheon but like they have a young core they have Sawinski, they have cabrian hayes they're about to get the first they're about to take most likely dylan cruz and i i mean actually okay. this is, we're, so we're recording this before before the draft right now dylan cruz's odds to be the first overall pick is plus 1200 so why did that drop recently? Because I think they want to go under slot. They apparently they want to go under slot. I mean, they did that with Henry Davis a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like three days ago, it was like, it was like probably minus one twenty for Crucio number. One. That's what's so interesting about draft, like the MLB draft, is like it's a business decision. Like you can't just take the best player that you don't th- there's more pieces to it which is in my opinion kind of interesting yeah i mean um kind of final thoughts on the pirates they're a fun entertaining team they've got some exciting young players they've got yeah. some you know well-liked veterans who are still performing to a I decent level so i mean they're not they're not horrible like there are not very many horrible teams in the national league yeah I and agree. I mean, they're on track. They're where they should be, kind of. Yep. They're rebuilding well. Like, they're rebuilding yeah. smart, in my opinion. Yep. Um, they just have to continue making moves. Like, like deal a guy like Carlos Santana. I mean, don't be yeah. afraid to deal a guy like him. Um, let's move on. I got – who do you have at 12? I have the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, I have the Cardinals at 12. I mean, I, I have just – Cardinals at – okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say because the Brewers team WRC plus is 89 and the Cardinals is 108. And I would say the Brewers have had the easiest schedule so far in the National League. And they are still terrible. Like, Yelich has been good. Like, 
but no one else I mean, has hit. Like, no I mean, one on their team hits except for like, Christian Yelich. Okay, 48 and 42 isn't horrible. Like, it's not like they're they're winning more than they're losing. They're 48. I'm not saying that I have them ranked high, but it's... The, the, the fact that this team is 48 and 42 is just... It's, it is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, like, but, this is not a good but, team. Okay, so Cardinals, third in WRC+, plus, but they're the worst base running team in the league. One of the worst. Like, what? Like that cuts it down, in my opinion. Like, if you're stupid on the base pass, do you have the br- like, do you have the Brewers at eleven? What? Do you have the Brewers at eleven? No, I have the Mets at eleven. Okay, well, all right. So, so I have the Cardinals at twelve. I they hit well, but their base running is terrible. They blow a lot of leads. They're not winning baseball games. They're thirteenth in starter ERA. They're I mean, I solid last year, and it's not been good this year. They have a below average defense. Like they they hit well, and that's literally it. They yeah, but I like think they, that makes such a difference. Well. They don't. The they Brewers don't do nothing well, though. The Brewers don't do anything well. That's they the thing. They have a solid defense. Their and starter ERA, the... like they don't they don't hit very well. But like they're like at the end I... of the day, I can't I can't put a thirty seven and fifty two team over a forty. I, I I when I did this, I didn't even look at their record because it's about how good they are right now. So I don't really care about past results. I care. I care about record more, probably more than you do. But if they're not, I don't know. I, I mean, but I, the thing is, is I look at the Brewers and I'm like, who is a good player on the Brewers? Like you have Yelich, Contreras, Yelich. and Adamas, who Adamas is underperforming. You have Corbin Burns and you have Devin Williams. Like there are no, like who else is even on their team? Like I don't know. You have I just. Woodruff. Yeah, he's been like, banged up, but yeah, he has. But the thing is, is like, I just think I the Brewers. Hold on, this okay. is just differing thought. I would just say the Brewers are just like the most boring team in the league, and they have zero upside. But yeah, I agree. But like, they're they're they could very very easily win the AL or the NL Central. Yeah. Like the Reds are hot. But... Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, um, let's go to. Let's go to. Uh, I got Mets at eleven. You said okay. you have the Brewers I have the, at eleven. I have the Cardinals at eleven, and I've and then the, you, who do you have at ten? The Reds. Okay, so I have the Mets at eleven. They're fourth in WRC plus. They're ninth in starter ERA. They're tenth in reliever ERA, and they have a slightly below average defense. So they're hitting well. They're not pitching well. They've played a difficult schedule, and what I would say is yeah, that like semi difficult. It hasn't been. It's like I don't know. For, I have I have fourth in the National League in terms of strength of schedule played so far. I mean, one thing yeah. one thing I would say is that they have the pieces to be a great team, and I think I think yeah, I agree. But Verla, I think Max Scherzer has shown signs of being a good pitcher. I think Kodai yeah, Senga's been good, right now, but yeah. and I, I don't know, Justin Verlander's. But the other thing I think about the Mets is, I think they're gonna buy at the deadline, right? I mean, they don't sell. Yeah, that's. I was just gonna mention that. Like, I'm not. I didn't take that into account, but like, I, I'm ranking them at 11, but they're most likely gonna end up being a better second half team. I mean, they're and gonna, I th- they're gonna buy. And I think in terms of WRC plus 104, right? But you've seen Pete Alonso's BABIP. You've seen – I think they're they're going to start hitting better. And the fact is, like, Alvarez has been great. Like, Alvarez, Alonso, 
you know, Lindor, like these are all people who are way underperforming those career numbers and people tend to perform similar to their career numbers. So I would just say that they're going to start hitting their pitching is going to get better. Like this is like the worst they could possibly get. And I think they're still a good team. And that's my reasoning for not for putting the Mets higher there. I just don't like, I don't like what they have going on right now. Like, it seems like a very chaotic rotation. Like nothing is going right for them. And it's like, we've talked about it before, but it's like Kodai Senga. And then you like Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander not performing. I'm not like, I don't put a lot of trust into Verlander completely turning it around. Like I don't really put trust in either one of them because it's, it's been like a solid half season now. Scherzer just gave up five or to the, He's giving up, or he just gave up five into the Padres as we record it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, what what I would say, I don't is really that... see a future for them this year. I don't think they like with a division with the Marlins. I think the Mar the Marlins are a better team and the Phillies are a better team. I agree. So that I well, I, I no, don't I don't think, think the Marlins are a better potential. Team. But all right, do you want to move on to number ten? Ten, I have. The Brewers. We already kind of talked. Who is your number ten? I have the Cincinnati Reds, and okay, the reason way higher. So the, okay, the the reason I'll say that is, Ellie De La Cruz has a below average ex woba. That yeah. I mean, Matt McClain is outperforming his ex woba by forty points. Have you seen? Yeah. I mean, I know he's a likable player. Like the fans love him, but TJ Friedel is the luckiest motherfucker ever. <laughs> he is a three, yeah. 367 Woba, a 294 X Woba. Yeah, that's 70 points. That's 70 points. Like, And they have no pitching. They have zero pitching. Literally none. Their starting rotation is horrible. Okay. They don't have anyone. Like, Hunter Green is out. Nick Lodolo is out. They don't, like, they're not... People love the Reds. People love the Reds, but they're not a good team. Like, yeah, I have them hired just because, like, it, it's a casual take, but it's an electric factory right now. Yeah, and I, I think that they can ca- they can catch lightning in a bottle in the NL Central. Like, I like they. What what is their strength of schedule, Ben? They have ha- they have had. A pretty like not hard not easy like, they're kind of in the middle well i mean what i would say is like Ali de la cruz is outperforming his ex woba by 83 points matt like yeah, you go up and I down the lineup they're all outperforming and the and the other thing i would say is that they are 13th in xfip as a team which so they have one yeah. of the worst pitching staffs in the national league they are 13th in oaa so they have one of the worst defenses in the national league and all they're yeah. hitting is fake. So what I would say is that they're an exciting team. They have a lot of good prospects. I'm not saying Ellie De La Cruz is a bust. I'm saying I think him. I think he can keep kind of this thing because basically his like time adjusting to the big league is getting covered up by him being lucky, and then yeah. he'll start hitting better, you know. And mm-hmm. it will not be so much as a result of luck, but it just. I just really don't believe in the Reds to do anything meaningful this season. And I mean, I know the Cubs are eight games out, 
But I, I mean, I don't think the Cubs will win the division, but I think the Cubs are a better team than them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, let's like, move on. Um, I'll kind of get to the Reds. I mean, I have the Reds at eight, so it's not that much higher, but I have the Cubs at nine. Who do you have at nine? I have the Miami Marlins at nine. Okay, I have the Cubs at nine. They've had a difficult schedule. They're 11th in WRC+. They're third in starter ERA. They have, like, a average bullpen they have good defense and they have a positive run differential which is the only positive run differential in the nl central which i think is important to look at um but yeah they've had a really difficult schedule but i don't see like a 11th and wrc plus it's hard i don't know but their starters have been good like they have a very good starting rotation and i think it's been good drew smiley just came back but um, I don't know what the hell happened to Jamison Tyone. He just shoved, but overall this year he's been terrible, just awful. He looks like an ice cream cone also, like if you look at his figure. Um, <laughs> but they have, uh, yeah, I have them at nine. Like, so I, I think that they're a solid team, and then I have them I, at eight. So I have the Marlins at nine the Mets at eight so I think we can kind of do these together we haven't really talked about the Marlins and the reason I'm a little bit lower on them than you are is just because of I don't I don't really believe I don't don't believe it I don't believe their future but I cannot put a 52 and 39 like I value that I value that they're 52 and 39 they're like they are putting together wins right now so that means that I think that they are playing at a high level. I don't really care. Like, like there is some underlying stuff. Like, pretty much everything has been average to below average for the Marlins this year. And some is like, like they don't base run well either, and they don't field well. So how do you think they're winning games then? They're scrapping together wins. Jesus Lazardo has been great. Like, they're hitting when they're not pitching, and they're pitching when they're not hitting. Like, I think Lazardo's really good. Sandy is working through stuff, but like, Edward is rehabbing, or he's going back out on assignment soon. I don't know. Like, you can expect some solid. Like, he is he's super fun to watch. I mean, I I think the main the main problem is their offense. Like, yeah, they just have average though. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I understand that, but they just have so many automatic outs. Like, yeah. Gene like Gene Segura still routinely yeah, hits in the middle of the order for them, Segura. and Dane Myers and Nick Fortes and Joey Wendell are getting every day at bats. Yeah, their offense has I been the carried by six because I can't, I like I can't put, I can't put them any lower with the record they have. Like I would feel wrong putting the Marlins at I don't know. I, I just feel like we didn't value that that much in the last episode and. I, I feel like that there's some sort of importance to it. I think this is good though because it's nice to have like a discussion about how much yeah. past results mean and how yeah. and like how they factor into me, the future. If you ask me, are the Marlins a top six team for the rest of the year? I'm saying hell no, no chance. Because like, there it doesn't look projectable to me at all. I mean, what I would say um, is. Their, their offense is carried by a few guys. Like, they have some bangers with Arise and Solaire. 
and Brian De La yeah. Cruz, but they're all outperforming their career numbers, some of their expected statistics. So I would say they're going to be good hitters, but they're going to take a step back, and the yeah. rest of their lineup is awful. Like yeah. Gene Segura, awful. Joey Wendell can't hit. Nick yeah. Fortes can't hit. Dane Myers can't hit. Garrett Hampson can't hit. Jacob Stallings can't hit. It's like, who is hitting for them? And they've been relying on amazing performances of a 21-year-old pitcher who's now going to be shut down till August. And he's been very lucky too. Like he's probably should be like a mid to high threes guy. And he's been... Okay, but you see... but I know he's been lucky. Everything has gone right for them. Everything. There has been a lot that's gone right. But I have to give I have to give them respect for that. Like when they win yeah. games, it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, who do you have at? What are what are? Where are we now? So we're so at I number did, eight. Wait, let's let's do like a little recap. So yeah. So I've done. I did Rockies at fifteen, Nationals at fourteen, Pirates at thirteen. We had the same for all three of those. Then I went Cardinals at twelve, Mets at eleven, Brewers at ten, Cubs at nine. Um, all right, let's stop. At eight. Okay, so then I had Rockies, Nationals, Pirates, and then I had Brewers at 12, Cardinals at 11, Reds at 10, Marlins at 9. So now moving on to number 8, I have the New York, New York Mets. Mets. Yeah. So I would just say they yeah, hit. Kind of about them. I mean, yeah, just basic like recap. They hit, they've played a tough schedule, and I think their pitching is going to get better. Yeah. All right. Um, and then who do you have at 8? I have the Reds at 8, who we yes. just talked about. Yeah, today. okay. So number seven, I have the San Francisco Giants. I do too. I have the Giants. They're seventh in WRC plus in the National League, fifth in starter ERA, fourth in a reliever ERA. Um, by the way, if you combine Brandon Crawford's ERA and David Villar's ERA, it's zero, just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Like they might have the best position player pitching of any team. Um, they have a good defense. They run the bases well. Um, I mean – I think what I would say I like, about I like like they're so boring, but they're winning baseball games. They're they are like the late 2010 Rays. They pitch well. They are first in XFIP as an overall pitching staff. Yeah. They are second in outs above average. They've had a really easy schedule. Fort yeah. they've they've had the second easiest schedule in the National League. So I would yeah. say they do everything well except hit. And hit hitting yeah. is very important. And I think they do have some guys. I mean, they have a lot of guys who are like, yeah, he's a decent hitter. But they really yeah. need, I think for them to take the next step into a World Series contender, like they need big bats. They need, they need and, I, and I don't think they'll trade anyone, but they need people like Casey, Casey Schmidt. Patrick Bailey's yeah. been very good for them. And they need Luis Matos. Like they need the guys yeah. who we know, who we don't, we don't really know who they are. They need them okay. to really turn out, and they need them to hit. And I just, even if they hit okay, so, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think that, that doesn't know Luis Matos, center fielder, uh, Casey Schmidt, third baseman. They both have been brought up this year. Casey Schmidt has been underperforming, and Luis Matos has been like solid. But they're probably going to be two of the biggest pieces for the future, like Michael Conforto. I don't know. Like, you don't expect a lot from him. You, he's Doc been a good stopgap. Yeah. Um, Lamont Wade, we talked about Lamont Wade too a couple episodes ago. I love that guy. He's just going to keep on hitting, in my opinion. Um, like, he can, I feel like he can be like the next five years, like Lamont Wade. Like, he's a, 
he's a potential re-sign guy for them in my yeah, but opinion. i think they have the role players they have the guys that hit fifth sixth and seventh like yeah and they have the potential we know they want to spend money they tried to spend it last year like imagine this team with aaron judge yeah like, they would be would, crazy this, good they would they would be the best team in the nl central in my opinion the nl Probably. west the nl west or nl west i should say sorry yeah uh, me too, but I I mean they just don't have the big bats that you need, and I th- yeah. I, I mean they have to even get all their guys Correa, performing. Even if they had Correa, this team would be. And, I mean he hasn't been performing, but even if you have a bat like that, like well know, instead of Brandon Crawford. Well, yeah, the thing is, is like with if you had a shortstop, you'd be replacing like your worst hitter. Yeah. So like that would exactly. make their lineup so much better, but exactly. I mean they're they're. A team that pitches well, runs the bases well, fields well, but they just hit okay. So they're yeah. a solid team. But yeah, I agree. Like they're not. I don't think they're gonna make any noise. Yeah, necessarily. Um. Okay, we both had Giants at seven. Who do you have at six? I have the Chicago Cubs at six. Okay, I have the Marlins at six. We've kind of touched on both of them. I, I mean, like I, I said, the Marlins. Like they've been winning baseball games. I don't predict them to hit hit, but I don't project them to be that good. Second half of the season, I don't project them to be this good. But where they are right now, they're in my opinion the sixth best team in the National League. And so, what I'll say about the Cubs is they have a plus forty four run differential. Talked about base runs a little bit in the last power rankings episode. Their base runs record is 49 and 39. So that's yeah. it, it converts outcomes like singles, home runs into wins. It doesn't yeah. cross over. It, do, it doesn't care about what game. It doesn't care about the situation. It only cares about what you do collectively as a team. Yep. And I think that shows a lot. I mean, even though they're below average hitting, they field well, they pitch well, yeah. they run the base as well. Some of their guys are due for regression. So. That's why I don't have them so high. Like Cody Bellinger has had good results this season. But if you go look at the underlying numbers, he's really not any different than he was last year. Like yeah. Cody Bellinger is the same player he was last year. Yeah. He just has some batted ball luck on his side. I do like their future. I do. Yeah. I mean, I th- I, he's a stopgap because they have Pete Crow Armstrong, who is yeah probably the best center fielder in the minor now? leagues. I think he's double in double right now, but he's – I mean – He's going to be amazing in center. And even if he hits average, he's going to be like, what? Four, five, four like, player. I was going to say that four, 4.5 war player. Yeah. He got uh, bumped up to double for the first time this year. So obviously that's like a very big jump. It's like a plus to double a is the biggest jump of the minors. He still has a 120 WRC plus playing phenomenal yeah. defense. And yeah. you know, he's got the speed. He's got the, got the fielding like, He's 21 years old. He's a good one. And they have Dainsby Swanson. They have Christopher Morrell. A future of of PCA, Nico Horner, Dansby Swanson. This looks good. I mean, they're going to... This looks good for the Cubs. Worst case scenario, they all hit average, play amazing defense, and run the base as well. And Mm -hmm. that's a formula to win games. And the Cubs can spend money. Like, they are a big market team. And they yeah. haven't really spent money recently because they haven't had the core. But like, they're definitely an exciting team, and 
they're kind of just hanging around this year. Like they're not horrible. They're not great. They're kind of just waiting for their guys to develop and to get a big free agent move. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just had them lower because they're not. Their record isn't very they, good, and they don't. They haven't hit very well, and their record isn't yeah. very good. Um, and like their starter ERA is good. Their bullpen has it. Like it's. Been, I think it's. It started off horrible, but they've been picking things up since. Yeah, they have a good defense too, which is important to add. Um. Okay, so you had Cubs at six. I had Marlins at six. You have at five. I have the Arizona Diamondbacks. Really? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I think the Diamondbacks are a bit fraudulent. I do not think they are con- are, are a contender. They yep. are, to me, a team that gets knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. There's a couple okay. reasons. I um, Their lineup, I mean, it's solid. They have people like, I think, Marte, Carroll, Walker, Guriel to a yeah. certain extent their offensive those success the, is yeah, real those are the four boppers for that for sure besides that like i don't believe in geraldo pordomo at the plate yeah i don't believe in jake yeah, mccarthy I don't, I don't i mean gabriel moreno he's a good prospect but he hasn't hit at all like i think evan longoria is a good platoon bat but how often are you coming yeah. up against lefties like not very often like they just don't hit and they have two starting pitchers that are real and the other and i agree and with Merrill Kelly being down right now, like Merrill Kelly's an average pitcher. Like he's a he three. He just went down with the calf. Dre J- I mean, Dre Jamison wasn't doing much, but he just went down. I think he's out for the year. Uh, and then like it's Zach Gallon, and it's like he's the only Merrill he's, Kelly. Like when he comes back, I mean, but, even Merrill Kelly's been a bright spot, but he's a three or a three probably. Like Zach yeah, Gallon's yeah. obviously a one, but. I mean, with the injuries, Zach Gallen is the only... I mean, their bullpen isn't very good either. So the playoffs, you probably go... You probably go Zach Gallen, Merrill... Like, you have to win Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly. Like, you have to win those front two games. Yeah. And And then you probably go to Tommy Henry and then Zach Davies. But, I don't know. It Okay, so I have the Diamondbacks at... Well, I'll just skip to the... I have the Diamondbacks at three. All right. Okay. I have the I have them at three because they're not only top of the NL West. They're so they're middle of the pack in team ERA. The middle of like pretty like they're average pitching right now. They're fifth in the NL and WRC plus, which is solid. But this is where they stand out. They have the best base running in the league. Like shout out Corbin Carroll, that guy can fucking fly. And then they're second in the National League in defense. Yeah, and so, I think. I, th- I think the base running and the, the like, field that can stick. The base the base running and fielding is going to stick, but yeah. they have a 103 WRC plus right now as a team, which is fifth in the National League, and I don't yeah. think that holds. I think I think they are very similar to the Chicago Cubs in terms of they play defense well, they yeah. base run well. I think the Cubs aren't as good offensively, but I think the Cubs starting rotation is much better than them. I just think. Yeah. The Diamondbacks have been overperforming offensively compared to the Cubs. I don't think that's going to happen. So that's the reason that I'm, I have them at five. I think they're a little bit better than the Cubs, but I think they're very similar teams in terms of where they're at. It's just the record is obviously way different. It's just okay. I I assume we have so like three, four, five. I assume you have a variation of Padres, Phillies, Diamondbacks, correct? 
Yeah. Okay. So let's just talk. Let's like just go to the Padres right now. I have the so, Padres at five. This is what I want to say about the Padres. I have the Padres at four. Okay. This is what I want to say about the Padres. I don't think that they're necessarily – they're not underperforming this year. They're, they're underachieving, right? They are performing well. Everything looks good right now, but they're not winning baseball games. Like, I will pay, place them higher when they start winning baseball games. I wanted to put them below the Giants because they're six games back of the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Like, this isn't a three-game difference. This is six games. So I don't really care if you like it. Like, okay, look at their stats, right? They Here. are sixth in WRC plus in the NL. They are second in starter ERA. They are third in reliever ERA. They have good base running, and they are by far the best defense in the MLB. That's a good team. So why aren't you putting wins together? I'm, I don't like it. It's almost like me just being angry at like, like why don't why they? Why are you not putting it together? You have so much talent. You spend so much money. And you're not putting wins together. And that's something wrong with coaching, in my opinion. I I, mean, I just think they're unlucky. Because what I would say is they're fifth in XFIP as an entire team, which is pretty good because we thought the pitching staff was the weakness. They are first in OAA. Like, you think about Like, they're trying Tatis out in the outfield. They have Juan Soto. They have Gary Sanchez. Like, those yeah. are not good defenders. And they're still first in AA, in OAA. And then you're like... Okay, so what about the hitting? Pitching's good, fielding's good, base running's good. They have Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, and Manny Machado, and Xander Bogarts and Xander on their Bogarts team. Is gonna start hitting. Yeah. Like, I don't and know how. Young Kim has been good. Like, every. Like, I will literally stand with you on this team is good. Like, this team should be the third best team in the NL, in my opinion. I think. They should be. I honestly think that they are better than the Dodgers because. Like I yeah, think I agree, if when we get to October and if the Padres I are there, so low, but... I think the Padres beat the Dodgers in a seven game series. And the reason I think that is because I, I think even I think right I think now. Tatis Padres is at worst better. just as good as Mookie Betts. And I think, you know, Juan Soto is better than Freddie Freeman. And I think I don't, that's close. That's really, really close. That is that's super close. But they have a very similar lineup like right now yeah but they also the dodgers are powered by three guys and the padres have four if you think about bogarts machado tatis and soto and i think they are a better hitting team and will be a better hitting team yeah i think that they're gonna be better i think that they're they might they might just screw around I think, like, hot take, I think that they could end okay. up winning that. I'm moving the Padres to four, or up to three, I guess. Okay. And I'm going to move I'm still f- keeping them at five because they pissed me off. So, number them. four, I have the Phillies then. I do, too. Um, they're the a weird I team. I have the Phillies. So, they're seven and three in their last ten games. I know we don't really – like, they're just they're, – they're starting to pick things up. Is That's why I said that. They're seventh in starter ERA. I think that will get better. Nola, Nola, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler are projected to get better. And Ranger Suarez and Taiwan Walker, like they round, they round out the front four really well, in my opinion. Um, they're second in bullpen ERA. It's been their bullpen's been fantastic this year. 
They're ninth in WRC plus, but I think that Harper will continue to get healthy and they're going to start hitting better. Um, they have below average fielding, but it's like not close to as bad as last year. Trying to watch Nick Castellanos play right field like, and Kyle Schwarber play left field, it will help. Oh it will help. It will help a lot when Bryce Harper is able to move over to first base, and they will be a, like because his recovery is. I don't, it's kind of up in the air. Like, but when he moves to first base, which I think he will by playoff time, yeah. like being able to move Schwarber or Nick Castellanos to the DH spot will help them so much. And I mean, Christian, like somebody like Christian Pache is an interesting pickup for them because their defense is horrible and he is a good defender. Yeah. I mean, I, he's has only 50 plate appearances, but I think he's a guy that can add because they don't need bats. They need everything else. And I think (laughs) watch, uh, like, if you haven't watched Nick Castellanos play right field, I know his arm's good. Like, he hasn't been as bad this year. That diving catch, though, in the like, playoffs last year was pretty crazy. Dude, <laughs> he looks like – he literally looks like a 15-year-old who's, like, looking straight into the sun trying to find the ball. Like, it is so sad. Like, he – He's like wandering around. Like the ball gets hit towards him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "It looks like he's panicking." It's so funny to be watching him well, play I, right field. He came up but, as a third baseman, so I don't think I think he's yeah. kind of clueless in the outfield. Yeah, he's he, that's the perfect word. He looks completely clueless. I mean, um, what I would say about I know we're kind of shitting on them right now, but the reason that I have them at four is because. Their pitch, their starting pitching, I think, is going to be really good, and their bullpen's going to round that. I mean, their pitching's well. incredible. Like they have Nola and Zach Wheeler, and Walker and Ranger Suarez are good depth pieces in the rotation. I agree. And when you get to like, playoff time, Walker is that, will... that guy for me. Where if he's a four, he's good. If he's a three, he's like, I don't know. Like I mean, go like their game three starter is a little sketchy. But you can yeah. go to Suarez or Taiwan Walker. Like I, I think, think that you, that's I, actually, I, it's interesting because then you can play like you can almost say, okay, what team are we playing? How many readies do they have? I How was thinking the exact like, same thing. Kind of pick. You can platoon yeah. your third starter. You can in the playoffs. Your pitcher, yeah, I yeah. Agree, which is interesting. That's that's a really nice thing to have. Um, and so I think that they can they can kind of leverage that well. You go. I mean, their bull- um, one thing I would say about their bullpen is it's been incredible, and Jose Alvarado and Sir Anthony Dominguez have been hurt. So, yeah. like, that's only reinforcements you're getting. Yeah. I mean, I think th- I think the Phillies are a good team, and I, do too. I don't I don't really believe in Trey Turner. I don't believe in Kyle Schwarber. I don't believe in Nick Castellanos to be amazing hitters. Like, I think they're all very very they have too many bats not to hit though. Yeah, I, I I just think they're all very flawed hitters. But I don't. Okay, and I think you that have like when you have Schwarber, Harper, Bohm, is Reese Hoskins out for the year, right? Yeah, that's a big loss. But when you have Schwarber, Harper, Alec Bohm, uh, you have <laughs> Nick Castellanos. Like these are a lot of like this. These are just a lot of double machines, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you put the put those all together. I think like nine and ninth and WRC plus is not going to last. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just I don't understand how they will carry them. I don't understand. Like I know Trey Turner doesn't like you've mentioned before. 
um his out of zone contact is going to go down like he's getting older obviously he's gonna but... age horribly like that's the worst contract ever yeah. 11 years like what is, yeah. when trey turner is 38 what is he doing he can't run yeah. his bat to ball skills are going to be gone his plate discipline's horrible. Like, what is Trey Turner going to be good at at 38? Nothing. But that's kind of irrelevant to this conversation. I agree. And, like, um, I think Alec Bohm, like, I don't understand how he's such a highly rated prospect. Like, he doesn't – he hits 280, and that's it. Like, yeah, he, doesn't he doesn't walk. Really walk. It's not like he has an insanely low strikeout rate. Like, 17% is – is. I mean, it's fine, but he, yeah. he hits a lot of doubles and singles, doesn't walk, not that much power doesn't provide any defensive or base running value like it's just i think we could end up seeing a phillies padres um like wild card i think the padres just destroy the phillies to be honest yeah i might rank the padres higher I'm, i'm gonna move i know i'd say i know i said i wouldn't rank them higher until they start winning but i'm gonna rank them higher than the phillies because me too yeah that's what i said i have i, I like i have three padres four phillies five diamondbacks is how what i'm yeah, doing I, four I think padres five phillies and six marlins yeah and i have the diamondbacks at three we already talked about the diamondbacks i i like how they round out their team i like how when they're pit, not pitching well their defense is really good or like not necessarily like they're when they're middle of the pack in ER like in ERA, that's a lot due to their defense. And then when they're fifth in WRC plus, and then you add that with the base running, I think that's a really good team. I genuinely think it is. I, pitching I, doesn't have to be insane. I don't think that they're gonna make noise in the playoffs. We talked about that, but I think that they're a good regular season team because of that safety net. Of their base running and their defense. Yeah, I think I, I would agree with that, and I think their base running defense will allow them to outperform their hitting numbers and their FIP numbers because their defense is so good. But I think yeah. the 103 WRC plus from them is fraudulent. Like I don't yeah. think they can maintain that. But I think the other parts of their team will hold up, and they're obviously a very exciting team for the future. Like they're so young, and that 103 wrc plus this year that will probably decrease and is a little bit fraudulent you know this year like in the next two years that can become a real possibility and then when you add that with the base running with the defense like then they just have to figure out what they're doing with the starting rotation and then the thing is is you have like ryan nelson you have you have Ryan Nelson you have Brandon Fott like these are young guys that are still developing Brandon Fott got absolutely mashed he just he got sent back down but like that's a guy that's like a that's like a top 20 prospect right ryan nelson he was like a top 10 guy for them like these are guys that they're so young you have to give them time you have to let them work and they don't need a one either they don't need a one a a gallon nelson fought three in two years i am all for that i'm yeah um Okay, Dodgers three. I have the Dodgers at two and the Braves at one. Do you have the same? Yeah, I have the same. And I think the Braves are an incredible team. I think they are the best team in the league. I think they're better than the Rays, better than the Rangers, better than the Dodgers. And the reason I would say that is because, first of all, their hitting is incredible. Their fielding and pitching. I mean, their pitching has been very good. It's such an easy decision to make. I'm sorry, but 
They're first in the MLB in team ERA. They're first in the NL in bullpen ERA. They're first in the NL in WRC+. They're first in the MLB in homers. By a wide margin. The, the Dodgers are second, but the Braves are first, and I'm pretty sure it's by, like, 20 home runs. I'm Yeah, what I... W- one thing I would say about the Braves pitching staff is they are number one in ERA, but they are fourth in XFIP, so they definitely have been a little bit lucky. But yeah, they but are gonna get they are gonna get reinforcements. Is what is what I would say to that. Even though they might regress, some of the guys that are pitching now are going to regress. I think, like yeah. Bryce Elder, but they are getting Max Fried back, and that I think is huge for them. Like their starting rotation has been their weakness. If you could say it's even a weakness and adding him back is going to help them so much that I think the Braves are only going to get better for the rest of the season. And I think them getting better is going to outweigh sort of their regression in terms of their pitching staff. And I think that's going to lead them to be, they're the world series, world series favorites. Yeah. Like, and then for their bullpen, like there's slight regression that's projected, but like, at the end of the day, this is a great bullpen. AJ Minter struggled early, but he's been really solid for them, like in terms of the last month and a half, two months. Rizal Iglesias, he's still figuring stuff out, but I, he's still a great arm, in my opinion. If you have Minter as and like your highest leverage reliever, like I think Rizal Iglesias is is great. And then also, hopefully, Jesse Chavez is coming back soon. He was absolutely disgusting early on before he got like. He got sniped with that comebacker from Miguel Cabrera hit a 99 mile an hour, like hit a ball 99 miles an hour at Jesse Chavez. And it's like, of course it has to be Miguel Cabrera. Like that dude has probably two balls hit over 99 miles per hour this year. Yeah. But I mean, at the other, I, I don't know. The other thing about the Braves is they will add at the deadline and they have Strider and Max Fried. Like those guys are going for you in the playoffs. I think they need yep. to add another starting pitcher because I don't want. So like Kyle Wright's out for the season, but you don't want yep. Elder, Allard, Soraka, or Morton pitching in the playoffs. So I think that is a weakness, and that's somewhere that like the Rays or the Dodgers could have an advantage over the Braves because I think they're they have two good starters. Yep, and no one else is really playoff capable. And yep. obviously they're going to add an arm at the bullpen or at the deadline, but that's the easiest yeah. thing to add. Like you don't have to give up much. They'll get somebody who's good enough. The bullpen will be great. Like the concern I have with the Braves is who is your number three starter in the playoffs? Like yeah. you have Strider right now with Bryce and Elder, you have Freed. He's probably going to keep getting shelled. Bryce. Yeah. He's not. We talked about how he's due for regression and like, it doesn't look good for Bryce Elder either, but like uh, he's a, his stuff is not good. He's going to get shelled in the yeah. playoffs by good hitting teams. Yeah. And even now, he's a 4.01 XFIP. Yeah. You don't want that pitching in the um, playoffs. Okay, let's talk. We kind of went backwards. We should talk about the Dodgers now. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I mean. It's really hard to get a read on this team. So, they're still injured. Like, hopefully you get Walker Buehler back during the playoff push. Like, that would help a lot, in my opinion. Um, but they're bottom third in team ERA. They're bottom third in bullpen ERA, even though they're projected to get slightly better. Like, I don't know what the deal is with Blake Trinan. I don't think he's coming back anytime soon with the shoulder. They're still hitting the absolute shit out of the ball. That's not the problem at all. They're second in base running, too. So, like, when you're 
hitting the ball well and you're second in base running, like offense is not the problem for them. It's not at all. I mean, um, they have a below average defense and they've had a relatively easy schedule. I don't know. Yeah. I think you have the three players that you know are going to rake. You have Mookie Betts, you have Freddie Freeman, you have Will Smith, and you yeah. have guys like Max Muncie and Martinez where they don't provide much value in other places, but you know they're going to hit. Yep. And then you have like sort of a mix of like just platoon guys, guys who can provide value elsewhere. But the one, I mean, they're starting rotation, I think, even though it's really banged up, that's going to be their strength going into the playoffs because like who, like you have Gonsolin, Arias, Miller, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. Like you have those five guys probably come playoff time. Who Who's pitching? Like who do you think, yeah. like this is, like, who do you think are the three guys the Dodgers should go with in the playoffs? So, Yo Julio Arias, most likely game one. If you have Walker Buehler, actually, if you have Walker Buehler, he probably goes game one. You have Walker Buehler, two. Three is where it gets really difficult. Do you leave like Clayton Kershaw? Go Kirk- Or, I mean, oh, I mean, Clayton Kershaw, duh. Yeah, so but those what? Those are your three. Yeah, okay, so you're and leaving Buehler God. comes back. You're leaving Gonsolin out? Yeah, 100%. You go you go Kershaw game one. You go Walker Buehler game. And you go, mm, this is where. Mm, what about Bobby Walker Miller? Walker Buehler off injury potentially or Julio Arias. I don't think you pitch Gonsolin. What about Bobby Miller? No. No? No. Like, I, I think that that's probably what makes the Dodgers in my mind the second best team is they have so I think they have so many starting pitching options and Imagine they ha- if they were healthy I mean I, I I agree with you but I also you don't Julio I, your five if you're I, I, I also don't four. I also don't care because they're gonna make the playoffs yeah. and when playoff time comes around like who cares about Dustin May being injured. Who cared about Ryan? Who cares about Ryan Pepio or Noah Syndergaard being injured? Like they're not pitching or, for you. Yeah, or Blake Trinan. I mean, I don't know. Like that's not going to be the talking point. You're right. It's a good point. But well, I would. It was just. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, an interesting. Discussion. I mean, if you the, they've won enough games and they're a good enough team where you don't really care about the regular they season. They can for right sure now. make noise in the playoffs too. Yeah. Like you don't care about um, the regular season at this yeah. point if you're the Dodgers. I think I, that this postseason is going to be similar to the last one on how it plays out. Like in terms of you have the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Those are, I think, are your favorites. And then you have the Phillies. And then you probably have like the Reds. or the And the Diamondbacks. And, and the Diamondbacks. I, I mean, so, I think... I think there's kind of three tiers in terms of national National League playoff teams. Like you have the three contenders, Braves, Dodgers, Padres. And then I think you have a tier below them is the Phillies who are kind of all on their own where they're not like a contender, like, but they're still a very, very good team. And then you have the Diamondbacks and the Reds who are only in there because of overperformance and you have or you have an easy division. Like, I think that 
It's put okay. Like I don't think the there Diamondbacks and Reds can do anything. The Diamondbacks don't make the playoffs though. Yeah. Like when you have that, because then you're saying that there's three teams out of NL Central, which I think is possible. Or I mean NL West. I keep saying NL Central. So you have you have the Dodgers out of the West. I think they win. They win the division. Like there is definitely a chance that the Diamondbacks end up fourth in the division. Yeah, and I think it could easily go Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks. The and I think Giants are three and a half behind the Diamondbacks right now. Three and a half. That's it. I mean, I I think the number one thing that Major League Baseball fans should want to make the playoffs better is you want the Padres to just start winning because they have so much talent. They're playing so well. They should be. They should be in the conversation with like the Braves and the Rays. In my opinion, they should be. Yeah, but like in, just, in not like not right now, but I think that they have the talent to be on Fangraphs. Like you don't I'm, even necessarily need okay. Xander Bogart to yeah. break. I, I'm looking at Fangraphs right now. They have a 28 percent chance to make the playoffs according Ooh. to Fangraphs. The San Diego Ooh. Padres. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, okay, nine and a half back. It's hard. Like they have to. They obviously have to catch up. But this, it's it's not like they're in the Cardinals position. Yeah, but I, I really want to see them in the postseason. Like, I do not I want to see the San Francisco Giants in the postseason. I, yeah. I don't want to see the Brewers in the postseason. Yeah. Or I don't want to so – I mean, not the Brewers, but, like, I don't want to see the second team in the AL Central in the postseason. God, I want to see the I Padres. I don't want to – yeah. I don't even care if, like – okay, maybe if hmm. – I mean, the other thing is, like – LA versus San Diego series is sick. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's one of the best rivalries in baseball. That series last year was incredible. Yeah. Like I th- b- baseball wants to see the Padres in the playoffs. But I don't know if they can pull it off. It's going to be tough for them. Mhm. Um Okay, so you have are we done? I mean, I, I we talked about. Do we kind of just up on the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I think we should just do a quick recap and then yeah. call it a day. So, top to bottom, I had NL power rankings: Braves, Dodgers, Padres, Phillies, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Giants, Mets, Marlins, Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, Pirates, Nationals, Rockies. Okay, I had Braves, Dodgers, same as Nolan. I went Diamondbacks three. I went. Padres four. I originally had them at five, but I switched switched them with the Phillies. So now Padres at four, Phillies at five, Marlins at six, Giants at seven, Reds at eight, Cubs at nine, Brewers at ten, eleven or Mets at eleven, the St. Louis Cardinals at twelve, the Pittsburgh Pirates at thirteen, the Washington Nationals at fourteen, and the Rockies at fifteen. That team is terrible. Okay. Um Thanks for listening. Any last words, Nolan? Uh, just to let you guys know, we're going to have a, about a two-week break. We got some things going on, but we will be back. So We will be back. All right. Thank you, for guys, and... for listening. Yep, yep.